From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love, and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you, God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled into the power that God has ordained you to walk in. From Pain to Purpose by Aisha Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Alright y'all, this is the Pain to Purpose podcast with Aisha Monique. I am Cedric Liddell, kind of like our sidekick <laughs> for this. And uh, we just sitting here, um, kind of letting the listeners know um, everything about Aisha Monique and why she's doing what she's doing. And uh, how you doing first off? I'm good, how are you? I mean, I'm good, I'm living this another day. Can't mm-hmm. complain about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's uh? I mean, so what's been going on with you? Like, I know a lot of people want to know necessarily what pain the purpose is about um you should probably give the listeners a background on why did you choose to do pain the purpose i chose to do from pain to purpose because i went through a low point in my life where i was in a relationship and you know every relationship has its ups and downs and At the time, I was a single mother with three children. I was 21 years old. And um, my baby's father, he was incarcerated for like nine nine months. He was incarcerated for nine months. And I was living in uh, Fred Russell Projects. And I just had like a, a breakdown. Um, and I was at a low point in my life. I couldn't find a job. I didn't have a car. Um, it was even a point in my life where I was just scared to check the mailbox. I had, um, like he was taking care, you know, of all the bills at the time because, you know, we just had, had our twin girls and I didn't have no money. Like I didn't have no money at all. Like I was even trying to pay my student loans and I didn't even have $5 to pay for that and um like I said we was having our ups and downs and you know during that era and you know I was just harboring like unforgiveness and bitterness and anger and resentment in my heart and then you know I fell into depression I was having like low self-esteem I didn't have no self-confidence but I always walked around with a smile on my face but I was like broken on the inside and you know I tried like smoking um drinking and you know popping like eight high blood pressure pills at a time to like help ease my pain and I was in and out of the hospital for like panic and anxiety attacks and um I haven't been going to church like I should but I never had stopped praying and um like I prayed every minute for God to like deliver me like like I just really needed God at that time in my life and um one day like God just delivered me and it was like a weight lifted off my shoulder 
and um, I just felt like I was like in bondage and so now um, I was sitting down one day and um, like I didn't even know my purpose in life I did not know my purpose in life like I'm like what am I here for like at the time you know I had my children but I wasn't even like so in tune with them because I was going through my depression part in my life and you know I did the basics you know I fed them I, but you know I did the basics but I didn't do that one on one bonding with them like I should have and I had um one of my good friends her name name is Amber Lee like she was there like every step of the way like my family didn't know what I had going on nobody is like she knew everything that I had going on and she, like she would come over you know she would get the kids for me she would like you know just take that whole load you know off of me and I just to this day I just thank God for her you know because she would really like talk to me and things like that and even um my baby's father like he would write me from um from jail and he would even try to like help me cope with my issues but at that time like I said we was going through what we was going through and I wasn't really trying to hear that from him but one day I was sitting down after you know because like I said I've been praying 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 and God just revealed to me some things and I literally had to get a pen and a paper and I had to write down like what it is that God had gave me to do so I like I just wanted to create something where you know people can talk about the things that you know their pain and not be afraid you know to share with others because I was reading this book as well it's called the uh, purpose driven life mm -hmm. and that kind of gave me like the inspiration from from paying the purpose and it really had um opened up my eyes and it was basically that you know that we all got situations in life but don't hold that in because you never know you know who else is going through something and you can help, you know, them overcome the different situations in their lives. So that's where From Pain to Purpose came from. Okay, that's a pretty interesting story. Mm -hmm. uh, I know that now a lot of the conversation in the media and in society as a whole is pretty much about uh, mental health, more so with depression and anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, do you think that your bouts with depression help shape the person that you are now in the sense of being, you know, more so mentally stronger, mm -hmm. more emotionally dependent, mm -hmm. um, you know, tell more about how you think the depression led towards that. Um, when I, when I really got to the point where I realized like everything I was going through, like, I feel like God took me through all of that for a reason because even today and then I always had you know young girls come up to me and just tell me about different things that they were going through and I would always you know help them you know and help strengthen them even though I was broken inside I would help strengthen them and like the the, the mental part about it is like I had to learn that um when you when you stress you know, stress can kill you and there's certain things that health issues that you know you you're going through it like certain situations you're going through, it can affect your health. Mm -hmm. And when I, I had to learn that, so that had helped me like overcome, you know, with that. And then um, the anxiety and the panic attacks, it was like I had got to a point where I just was overthinking things. Like I was painting pictures in my head that, 
you know, it wasn't even true, but that was just what my mindset was at the time. So I had to learn that when you change your mindset, you know, everything else will change as well. So it starts in the mind. So that was something I had to learn. And I really had to learn unforgiveness because I'm like, how can I pray to God and ask him, you know, to help me with certain situations, but I'm harboring unforgiveness in my heart. Mm-hmm. And, um... So I had to like change my mindset with everything that I've gone through. And then now today is like I'm a woman that can actually forgive easily. Like I forgive easily now. You know, I don't let things get to me. You know, I don't stress as much. Um and like when I feel like I'm going through something, I just pray about it, but I also know that God just, you know, changing me into a better a better woman and like I just Thank God for everything that I went through mm-hmm. because it made me who I am today. Right. You said, I remember when you were speaking earlier, you said you was 21 mm-hmm. um, when your child's father went to jail. And mm-hmm. that's when you really first started suffering with uh, depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a young uh, young lady growing up as a teenager, you know, before you was an adult at 21, did you have any bouts of depression before that? Never Not had it? at all. Like, I never experienced nothing like that because growing up, like, I was always that girl. Like, I was that girl. And I never had no issues with, you know, depression, low self-esteem. I had, I never had any of those issues in my life. So, for me to, was 21, going through what I went through, that was like, the, that changed my life forever. Right. Like, it really did. But I thank God for everything that I went through. Right. You uh you think that now like maybe if you was dealing with a a younger kid that maybe let's say in the age range of like maybe like eight to about you become a teenager with thirteen so like let's say eight to twelve mm-hmm. would you be able to recognize the signs of depression in them now yes it made you go and study that yes. whole thing and yes and I everything that I was going through like I literally studied and mm-hmm. I had to like. It's like when I say I literally, my mind was blank. Like, I had, my mindset was gone. It was a point in my life where I was just sitting on my sofa. And it felt like the world was just, like, spinning around me. Like, I felt like I was stuck in that same spot for, like, a week, felt like. But um, I had to study everything that I was going through. Like, and like I said, with the help of God, with the help of my friend, Amber, you know, I really you know, did a whole, like, 360. Right. I did, like, a whole 360. Do you think that the situation could have been better? Well, like you say, you know, thank God for Amber being there, but do you think without Amber's uh, help that the situation would have turned out the way that it did? you think it could have been worse off? Because, you know, a lot of... The reason I was asking is because a lot of people, when they say they're going through depression, they always say they're going through the situation by themselves. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, I've never been depressed. Mm-hmm. I've never had any bouts of depression. Mm-hmm. But now, like... You know what I was saying? Mental health is like something that's always in, pushed in everybody's face now. Mm-hmm. One of the main things that people say when they're depressed is that they feel like they're by themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was asking, do you think that if you were by yourself, you know, without, you know, your uh, your kid's father, mm-hmm. without Amber in the picture, and it was just you just trying to cope, you know, mm-hmm. along with, you know, praying daily, mm-hmm. do you think you would have still had the same outcome? I think I would have because, like I said, you know, I had, I really put my trust in God. Like, I know, I was I was like, Lord, I need you to move now. But I, I had to get to the point, like, God is not going to move when he when we want him to move. He's going right. to move, like, at his own pace, and he's going to move unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even though that they weren't there, if even if they wasn't there, you know, I felt like I still would have came out. Right. 
just right. Like, I never had no thoughts of, like, suicide or anything. Right. But I know that, you know, I would have came out on okay. top still. What, uh, what was the act? Can you pinpoint the actual turning point mm-hmm. of when you realize that I'm over this depression, that, you know, I've crossed the river, so to speak, to the other side? Um, I really had to start with forgiveness. And mm-hmm. that's when, like, when I, like I said, after I was doing a lot of studying and I really, like, came to the point of forgiveness. Like, I had to forgive, you know, you know, him and, you know, other people, you know, in my life. And I had to, you know, just forgive myself for even, you know, just beating myself up about different situations and, and feeling how I felt about myself. I had to learn forgiveness. And when I learned forgiveness, like, my whole life changed. Right. Like, it starts with forgiveness. Mm-hmm. So, that was that. What's the hardest part about forgiving somebody? Just, um, the hardest part about forgiving someone is just keep thinking about the situation and, and what ha- took place. Like, that that was the main thing. Like, but this person did this to me and this and that. Like, you can't think about right. what the other person did to you. you. You can't think about that. You have to think about freedom for yourself Mm -hmm. you know if you want to be set free and if you want god to move in your life and do some things in your life like you have to forgive you can't hold on to that because you hold on to unforgiveness and bitterness like that's only gonna you know block your blessings right so when i learned that because i knew i wanted god to move in my life and to change me but i it had to start with forgiveness right that's probably like my biggest thing as a as a black male it's hard for me to uh forgive without an apology Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so I guess what I'm asking is like for you, like even if you have to forgive someone mm-hmm. and that one person never comes to you and say, look, you know, I apologize for hurting you. Mm-hmm. You still have to have the strength to forgive them. I still have the strength to forgive them because I, I may never get that apology. And it's like, and sometimes people don't see the wrong in their, you know, behavior and their actions. So you got to learn how to forgive without even accepting that apology. Because if that person holding on, uh, if that person never apologized and it, 30 years not passed by, so you're going to continue to hold on to that hurt for 30 years? Right. You know? So, mm-mm. I had to get to the point, you know, if, if I never get that apology, I'm still going to forgive you because at the end of the day, ain't nobody not about to block my business. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I mean, I guess to kind of uh, change the subject to another thing, uh, I know, you know, why people would be interested in what you're saying. You know, you got a, a hell of a story there. Um, you know, and I guess hats off to you for overcoming that. Mm-hmm. What I would want to ask you from my viewpoint is when, what advice would you give a young lady that come up to you, you know, you don't know anything about her, you know, you haven't had any dealings with her, and she comes up to you and she says, you know, I don't know my purpose in life. Mm-hmm. What suggestions or advice would you give her? Um, I would first, you know, let her know that she needs to pray because, you know, you you need to go to, you know, go to God and ask, you know, what what am I here for? Because we all have a purpose here in life. But I'll also let her know to think about her uh, deepest hurt and pain that she have experienced and try to find her purpose through that. Right. What about, uh, would you give the same advice to a young man? Yes. Same thing? Same thing. Okay. Well, um, I mean, like, being with your background, I mean, I know you deal with a lot of people and, you know, you're a very uplifting person. Um, Have you ever had any men, any males come to you and say, um, you know, I need advice about how to get over whatever situation going on in my life? Or is it more of a 
woman to woman thing with you? Um, to me, I feel like um, God placed me in a situation I went through to help um, empower women and, you know, to help them overcome and give them the tools, you know, to be the woman that God have called them to be. But mm-hmm. I have had um, a guy not too long ago, maybe like a month or two ago, and he, um, we were on the phone and he was talking to me and he was like, you know, I don't know my purpose in life. And he was just telling me some different things that, you know, he was going through. And he was like, you know, look, I'm 30, you know, 30 something years old and I don't know my purpose in life. You know, I'm working at a dead end job and, you know, I just, I just don't know what to do in my life. You know, he was just being complacent. So I had talked with him and he, and when I talked with him, we was on the phone for like a good three hours straight. Mm-hmm. And he was letting me know, he was like, you know, I thank God for you because nobody has ever like talked to me like how you talk to me. Nobody has given me this, you know, encouragement to do anything. And, you know, that right there alone was like, you know, that was satisfactory. Right. Yeah, that was satisfactory because you know I can help you know the next person do different experience that I have gone through. So even though his experiences wasn't like mine, you know I really had gave him an eye opener about what he needs to do and what he needs to let go of and how he can you know become a better man. Mm-hmm. And um, now you know he's doing his music and you know he's doing some other things, but that little one little talk you know can help the next person. Right. So, always. you know, you always got to be positive because you never know what other people is going through. Yeah, you smile on the outside, but internally, you don't know what that person is going through. Right, right. So, uh, let the listeners know kind of like what's the vision you have for this uh, Pain of Purpose podcast and what you're trying to accomplish by doing it. Um, my main thing for, for Pain of Purpose podcast is to get others to share their story with the world and not be ashamed because you feel like, okay, well, I don't want this person in my business or this person is going to talk about me. It's not about that. It's about talking about your different pains and your struggles and helping the next overcome. Right. I mean, anything you want to say in closing? Um, I would like to say, you know, heal yourself, forgive don't hold on to grudges. Don't hold on to any of that. Just set yourself free from being in bondage from any situation. And just know that everything that you're going through is is going to get better. And that's just God preparing you for your greatest calling. That's pretty good. Um, if anybody wanted to reach out to you and for any advice or any, you know, type of conversation to get it moving where can they find you at they can find me on instagram at underscore aisha a-i-s-h-a underscore monique m-o-n-i-q-u-e or you can email me at pain to the number two purpose podcast at gmail.com that's pretty cool um for any listeners man hopefully um, once we get everything up and going, you know, send us in, uh, you know, any questions on the emails and, you know, me, uh, uh, you know, Asia Monique, we'll go through and hopefully we can turn this into something interactive, you know, along with the interviews that we do. Um, once again, you know, I'm Cedric Linnell. This is Asia Monique. And this is, uh, what's your second episode? Yeah, my second episode. Hating the Purpose podcast. So, you know, tell a friend, you know, tune in, subscribe on uh, SoundCloud. We'll be up on iTunes and uh, Stitcher Radio and Spotify in the next week or two. And uh, just thanks for your time. All righty.
Until next time, from Pain to Purpose Podcast with Aisha Monique. You can find me on Facebook at Aisha Monique. And you can also find me on Instagram at underscore Aisha, A-I-S-H-A underscore Monique, M-O-N-I-Q-U-E.